We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I didn't really get the chance to follow up, but this letter that they sent to the New York Times is just absolutely hilarious. It really is. They're all worried that they're giving, boy, don't give the other side to a story. Don't do that, New York Times. You have to affirm, affirm, affirm. If someone comes in and they think they're a, you know, an animal, which happened at Wash U, you put them on hormones. They're going to be fine. Everything's fine. Chris Elston, are you there this afternoon? I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. So sorry that we had problems. We have uh, issues with the phones. Hey, before we get started on some of the follow-up to what happened at Wash U and some of the other things that are happening in England, I have to ask you, because I saw you tweet this out today, and I have the audio here, of an incident that happened when you were uh, basically assaulted by this guy up in Canada when you were protesting, right? Can you set this up for me? And I have about a minute clip that I'd like to play. I thought it was interesting. Sure. So over a week, I'd had a couple protests. And I hardly ever do this, but I went to a couple schools. I went to one school where this teacher was teaching crazy stuff to these kids, and the audio recording had leaked to me. And then I went to this other area. I was just standing on a street where there were three schools, just to have conversations with parents. And this guy hops out of his car and starts to verbally abuse me, and then I'll let you play the Yeah, he, ke- he kept it calm at first, but here, wait for it. You don't have the consent of about 2,000 parents. And the only reason... You have come up from Toronto and specifically picked this place, according to your Twitter, is because there's three schools that you can trust your eyes to, right? No. You never had my consent. Okay. And what you're doing is leading to the moral degradation of my children okay. because of what your beliefs are. So here's how this is going to go. If you're here tomorrow, I'm having charges filed against you for everyone. I would love it. I know you would, because yeah. the other option, I end up in jail, and at 53 with a clean record, and a like you, I'm okay with I either. get off, okay? I'm okay with either. You want to protest, you're welcome to your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Go to the school board, go in front of politics. No, they don't listen. Yeah, but no. you don't corrupt my kids, you don't have my rights, you don't have my permission. Sir, that- yeah, there it goes. That is you know, call the police. Good. Call, call the, the cops. That is assault. Call the police. Oh, so what happened, by the way, in the aftermath? Did you call the cops after that? <laughs> yeah, the cops came. They arrested him. So he did go to jail. And but then we... the Crown Prosecutor, like, you, like your state prosecutor, we call them Crown Prosecutors up in Canada, they called me a month later and they were dismissing the charge. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. He's 53 and whatever. Well, yeah. was, so what was... What was his point about moral... You are the one responsible for the moral degradation. What was he even saying there, Chris? I don't know. I'm wearing a sign that says children cannot consent 
to puberty blockers, and I run into all sorts of crazy oh, people. Oh, okay. I got you. So he's another one who doesn't want me expressing my views, and it's not like I'm standing right in front of a school. I'm on a street, kind of in the middle of a bunch of schools, not even right in front of one, because I don't want to, you know, be too crazy. Right, right. It. But uh, I want to be respectful, but I also want to have conversations with parents and tell them what's going on in these yeah. schools, because they have no idea. No, well, they don't have any idea, and we, we, you know, we're finding we're finding that out here that some of this stuff, and there's some interconnections between what happened at Washington University with some of our local school districts as well as you might imagine, and some of that is starting to emerge, and um, and get you know. I think, get out there. But I have to go back. Sue is with me this afternoon, who is part of the show. She was on vacation last week. And Sue, I have to point this out because I tweeted this out. When Chris was on the show last week, one of the questions I asked, he was down in uh, in Oklahoma and he was protesting some of the things that they were doing because the trans protesters were in the state house down in Oklahoma. And Chris, I asked you, and I'll just do it again. I said, I asked you, why, why do you care about this issue so much? And I loved your response. Your response was... If you remember, well, I'm, a dad and I've, I'm a dad and I've got two girls and I see this as the greatest child abuse medical scandal in modern medicine history. And I refuse to live in a world that's trying to change the sex of kids. Yeah, it's yeah. just not going to happen. It's a good answer. It is. It's a great answer. And I don't know. I just kind of launched into this stuff about J.K. Rowling. Did you see that letter that the uh, trans activists wrote to The New York Times basically begging them to not offer any other sides to the stories out there when it comes to that issue? Yeah, so. The rule of all trans activists is no conversation is ever allowed. You can't discuss this at all. Even discussing this in the most reasonable manner possible is deemed transphobia. Their only strategy is to cancel conversation because they know as soon as you have a conversation, this whole ideology just falls to pieces. Yeah. That's an appalling strategy, isn't it? That you can't possibly have a discussion about anything. It, how are we going to get forward with anything? Well, because, Chris, as you know, and, and I've pointed this out several times, I think, in the last week, that even if you take the um, some of the, I don't know how you can do this, but if you just look at the mental illness aspect of what happened at Washington University, and you look at the kids they came in that clearly didn't need to transition, and they just automatically hop them up on hormones— I, I said this a couple of days ago. If you are a truly a trans person or you think that, you know, you have dysphoria, you should be outraged by that because those are the kids that shouldn't be getting those drugs. So let's take the rest of it out of it just for a minute, and they're not even able to do that. It's horrifying. Right. So we have similar stories from all these gender clinics, and the biggest one in the world is called the Tavistock. It's in England. And this isn't exactly news, but there's a new book coming out, and that story was just written in The Telegraph yesterday. And it says the Tavistock Clinic ignored evidence that 97.5% of children seeking sex changes had autism, depression, or other problems that might have explained their unhappiness. One of the clinicians there, a social worker, estimated that as few as 1 in 50 who were treated at the clinic, so 2%, only 2% would have stayed transgender for life if they had not been given controversial drug therapy. But all these other kids are just collateral damage because of the few who they consider to be truly transgender. Now, what does that even mean? Gender dysphoria is a thing. Yes, it exists. We need to help these kids who are having distress. But you don't help a kid with mental distress by changing their body, by sterilizing them, by turning them into anorgasmic 
lifelong pharmaceutical patients. It's completely insane. You you brought that, I think you were the one that brought that up last week to me, uh, where you said if you are a, a male, I don't know, maybe this covers females too, but if you're male uh, biologically and you transition and you do some of the things that they apparently do here at Wash U and they do at Tavistock, you, they'll never have an orgasm, right? Yeah, so that's not me saying that. That's the president of the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, a trans woman so a man named Marcy Bowers, who has done 2,000 of these vaginoplasty surgeries. And Marcy Bowers is admitting on this Zoom call with other experts in the trans field that literally zero of the boys, none of them, who started on puberty blockers at Tanner stage two, so that's the technical term for the beginning of puberty, none of the boys as adults have had any sexual function. And then he starts spitballing about what do we do? Do we let some puberty happen? Do we delay puberty blockers? What do we do? They're just spitballing in real time about this process that's sterilizing kids and leaving them anorgasmic for life. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, that, but that it's is in their own words, right? So, what, in your opinion, we we've had a lot of um, you know fallout here in St. Louis. We have the Attorney General of Missouri now on this. By the way, I would argue, and Chris, you may agree with me, if you look at that. You blasted it out on Twitter. I, I retweeted you, I believe. If you look at the, the uh, affidavit that Jamie Reed did, there's information in there that wasn't in her original report that's pretty scary, too. Wasn't there some different information that you, you, know, that you saw in that? Yeah, it goes even into more detail, right. and it's even worse than the original article. I would agree because, with you. Yeah, it's just it's totally insane. You have the most mentally disturbed kids possible who are coming from the psychiatric unit. The psychiatric unit in the hospital doesn't know what to do with them. So they send them over to the gender clinic where Jamie Reed speculates they were giving some of these drugs to the kids purposely to chemically castrate them. One boy was sexually abusing dogs. You know, another one identified as an attack helicopter. And these are kids from just terrible home lives where their parents are drug addicts and they've been abused for life. And in every single case, they just give these kids puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. They have to get a letter from a therapist first to do it. So they provide therapists who they know will rubber stamp it with the template to sign. And if a kid happens to come from some outside therapist who doesn't think this is the right process, they ignore that therapist and they send the child to an in-house psychologist or psychiatrist who will rubber stamp these drugs and hormones. We had the Attorney General Andrew Bailey had requested that Wash U, you know, cease these procedures at this point and they refused. So they issued a statement a couple of days ago. They're, they're still moving forward. They do say that they're concerned, of course, as you know, they issued the statement. In your opinion, because you've gotten, obviously, and congratulations at the 100,000 follower mark, too, because I know your followers have grown considerably. What, what's your perception of the fallout of our situation here in St. Louis? Because it had a pretty big impact, didn't it? Yeah, it's had a huge, huge impact. And I'm in touch with the people who've been working with Jamie for months on this. So there's more to come. Yeah, well, but, good. As long as she keeps fighting, this is what we've been waiting for, because all of these states who are trying to legislate this away, this always goes to a court fight. Arkansas and Alabama, their laws were immediately blocked by a federal judge, and then it goes to court. And the same thing is going to happen with all these states. And we need these insiders like Jamie Reed to testify. Otherwise, the judge just says, what are legislators doing telling doctors how to do their job? And they can throw out these bills. So this is a really monumental moment. And I want to stress one more thing. This is from England, but the same thing applies everywhere. Um, 25% of the kids who went to the gender clinic there had spent time in state care. And 10% of these children, where is it here? 
a huge percentage of these children had parents who were sex abusers, who had sexually assaulted them. So, again, these are just kids who are struggling. They're having a terrible time in life. They've got terrible parents, terrible home life, whatever. And now they go to the hospital, to this gender clinic, where instead of getting help, they're being harmed permanently for life. This is outrageous. We've got to put a stop to this whole thing. There's no such thing as a transgender child. They're called girls and boys. And if they want to transition as an adult, that's one thing. But transition is something you do. It's not something you are. And it should not be the first thing that's done. We don't do the most invasive procedure with people when they go to the hospital. These doctors swear an oath to first do no harm. They need to get back to practicing that oath. Chris Elson, keep on them. Thank you, Billboard. Chris, uh, I appreciate coming back on here and sorry about the confusion at the beginning. No problem. All right, take care. That's Chris Elston. Follow him on Twitter. He's all over this particular issue and is doing a great job. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.